Anytime there's an ongoing debate about something, it means that the debate is not about what the debate is about. There's some other lingering issue that nobody wants to get at, nobody wants to talk about. Now, here's an example. The current debate around, I don't want to be measured on story points. Therefore, I don't want to be measured on productivity. Stop focusing on productivity. Instead, I want to be measured on customer delight or desired features implemented or some other measurement. I happen to love story points. I happen to love story points because sooner or later, if you're a homeowner and you're looking to get some renovations done, or if you are a car owner and you're looking to get some repairs done, when you speak to your professional, your contractor, your mechanic, sooner or later, you're going to ask them how much for how much. And if your contractor, your mechanic comes back and says, well, don't worry about the money. Let me just delight you. You and I may have very different visions of what delight means, definitions. So sooner or later, someone has to ask and answer the question, how much for how much? And it's okay to say, well, we won't know until we've been running for three months or six months or a month. It's okay to say, don't focus on specific deliverables on specific dates with specific dollar amounts fixed to it because that takes all of our ability to create solutions on the fly, to reprioritize, to juggle, to change sprint goals based on the reality in the ground, whether that's customer reality or team reality. It takes all of that liberty from us, which is what we don't want to do. But sooner or later, to sit there and say, well, don't ever ask us that question is wrong. And here's why. Let's imagine that we focus on customer delight or customer features delivered instead. The truth is this, the biggest buyers of agile services, whether that's in a software development perspective or whether that is non-tech or outside of the software development room, people who buy agile services are the people who can afford to spend on what they believe is an optimization of performance. That's why they want it. Nobody buys agile because it will make teams happier. It might be one of the right reasons to implement Agile, but that's not why people buy it. The biggest buyers of Agile services are going to be those who can afford it. That's banks, insurance companies, high-tech, educational, institutional, governmental, big organizations. Everyone else just does Agile because it comes naturally. This is how a team of people, like in the Apollo 13 movie, bring together duct tape and vacuum hoses and Kleenex boxes and find a way to solve a life-threatening air filtration problem where the stakes are high, you can't make a side trip to Home Depot, and if you get it wrong, everybody dies. Most teams of reasonable size perform that way. They want the best for the customers. They want the best for the teams. They want sustainable pace. They want all that good stuff. But in large organizations, they've been trained otherwise. They've been taught, whether it's through waterfall or just a series of cultural traditions, to act differently, to act in pursuit of certainty and safety. So if you're doing Agile for a living, there's an excellent chance that the people who pay your bills are one of these big organizations. And what should be obvious, but apparently isn't obvious to everyone, is that these people are focused on shareholder value, which means, yeah, a delighted customer is great, but only if it translates into dollars, somehow, revenue, repeat business, referrals, etc. 
If I can't tie it back to a bottom line somewhere, it's going to be far less interesting to your company. Same thing with team happiness. Team happiness would be great. Behaving ethically, preserving the wellness and work-life balance of our people. That's an ideal. But at the end of the day, and you guys know this from experience, if it doesn't translate to dollars in pocket, revenue earned, expenses saved, or something, it's going to be lower on the list of priorities. That's a fact, and we have to accept that fact. And wishing that it was different won't help you. So here's how I know that the debate is about something other than what the debate is about. When you say you don't want story points, you don't want productivity measures, okay. Instead, you want customer happiness measures or customer delight or team happiness measures. You are basically saying, I don't want to be on the hook for what the company is on the hook for, what they've promised to their shareholders, what they need to do in order to declare a strategic and tactical win. It has to impact the bottom line positively somehow. So when you're saying, I don't want to be on the hook for productivity, I'll buy that because it creates, let's imagine that it creates undue pressure on the team, that it creates an unfair measurement, or it puts all of the focus on the wrong things. I agree with you. But saying that I'd rather be measured on customer happiness or features delivered is basically saying, I don't want to be on the hook for real outcomes. I don't want to be able to do my work and say, look, I made the features you wanted and not have to care if they're timely or if they're done right. The fact that the debate on what we should be measured on is ongoing, bouncing back and forth, highly polarized and ever evolving is a clear symptom that we're uncomfortable with accountability. We're uncomfortable with the risk of putting our hands up and saying, I want to be measured on the impact that I make. You tell me what the impact is you're looking to drive. Because ultimately, if you deliver impact that the organization doesn't want and don't feel like they paid for, you still failed. If you create customer value, customer delight, if you create 10 features that the customers have been clamoring for, but the cost doesn't justify the payoff, or the payoff doesn't exist, you still failed. So the impetus then should be on the product owner, should be on the team to deliver not just the customer value, but the measurable value. I want to be able to see the reports, the stats, the figures. Did we hit our mark? Are revenues up? Are customers engaged? Are they buying? Are they referring? Are we breaking into new markets? Are we getting repeat business, repeat buyers? Those are the kinds of things that we should be measuring ourselves on and holding ourselves accountable to. Until we do that, we're not going to learn what truly works for this firm, what creates real customer delight. And by customer, I include the company. Many people don't. Many people think, no, it's only the people who have their fingers on the app. And I disagree. Everything that we do should be focused on creating the results that the people who pay our bills want. Otherwise, why are we here? Will there be times when what the company wants flies in the face of what is ethical, what is right, what is good? Absolutely, I'm sure that those conditions exist. Let's hope that they're rare, and let's remember that if those conditions exist, it's upon us to either speak out or to get out can't make that decision for you. 
But I don't think that problem is as prevalent as we think. We tend to think that because we're agilists, it's us against the world, and sometimes that's true. But the reality is that doesn't make the company that you and I work for a big bad entity. Their job and their existence depends on their ability to create things that customers are willing to trade their cash for. So if you want to be a real leader, if you want to deliver team success, then align your efforts to the same measurements that the company does. This is true in teams as it is in life. Sometimes we've got to get our heads out of our butts and focus not on what we want and what we think is right, but what the people we work for want and what they think is right. Your team is not just the eight people in the development room. It's everybody. The people that hire, the people that run the operations, the people that count the money, the people that report back to shareholders, we're all part of the same team. Make sure we don't forget that or we're going to continue to have the same debate and come up with answers that don't hit the mark and don't matter. Thank you, my friends.